On this episode, we will be talking about Jared Leto, uh, who at the time of recording has a number of allegations of predatory behavior against him. This episode should not be seen as an endorsement of Jared Leto or any of the projects or activities he is associated with. Hello and welcome to 10,000 Posts. It's the show about how everything is posting. Uh, and crucially, uh, look, we are doing the episode. We've heard, we have heard people mess. I've had people message me. We've all had people message us saying, are you going to do the episode? Are you going to save a line? Um, and I'm finally going to save a line. It's the summer of Morbius. We are doing the Morbius episode. Um, maybe we can put like a fun kind of Morbius themed sound in here. I don't know. Um, my name is Hussein. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, You're up to something. What is it? It's more than time. I don't know. If you if you don't want to do it, that's no, fine. No, I'll do it. I know I will is the worst <laughs> part. <laughs> I love Morbius sounds. I can think of five of them off the top of my head. Um, I mean, my name is Hussein. I have tweeted about Morbius a lot, but I only went to go see Morbius yesterday. I went to a 9.45 p.m. screening of Morbius. Um, it was definitely an experience because there were like four people in the cinema. Um, and I am joined by my uh, esteemed co-host, Phoebe, who I also uh, made watch Morbius. Hi. <laughs> She's very pleased. <laughs> how's, how's, how's it going? Um, I, I, wa- I want to make it um, very, very clear at the moment that... Uh, Hussein's inbox is not a requests jar. It just it just so happens that we took this particular request, but in future, do not imagine you have any control over the content. And the next few episodes we're going to do are going to be deliberately stuff that you'll hate. Kind of, just to redress the balance. That's here. right. And, and look, we're joined uh, by two guests. Well, not like, ah, uh, we're joined by Devon, who's like always, uh, they're always there, but as a guest, not so much. So Devon, welcome <laughs> to, welcome to, always there, like <laughs> always <on>. there, <laughs> yeah, always, always there, waiting in the wings. You'll hear me on a lot of episodes because I do keep just cutting in audio clips of me. And I, yeah, and I do appreciate that. Uh, Devon actually wanted to come on the Morbius episode, um, so I'm very excited I, to hear about I've your opinions. Become on gently more pilled. I've become obsessed with this posting <laughs> phenomenon. Has slowly happened over the course of like two months. It's yeah. been beautiful to see. And we are joined by a, a QAnon Anonymous's uh, Liv Ager. Uh, Liv, uh, you did a very good tweet about Morbius, which uh, made me realize I needed to get in touch. Um, and then we were like, yeah, would you actually watch the film? Uh, was this the first time you actually watched the film or did you watch it like before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is, I don't think I would ever watch Morbius on my own time. I think it's yeah. not. Yeah, so it was good. It was good. Uh, I pirated it. I guess can I say that, or is that like a? Yeah. <laughs> I I pirated it because I did not want to give the the averages for that uh, re-release anything a bit above. <laughs> you can, uh, you can say did... that. You can say that, Liv. But the the cops are on their way. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. I <laughs> I'll take responsibility. I went to go see it in the cinema because I wanted. I don't know. I thought it'd be funny to do the cinematic experience, and because of those memes of like the empty, empty kind of like movie theaters and stuff. I just wanted to see how true it was. I thought it'd be very funny if I was like actually on my own in the movie theater, but there was a couple um, and then there were two other guys sitting on their own. So it was like three guys, including me on their own. And then one couple in this like very big movie theater watching uh, the film Morbius. So Perfect. 
Yeah, it was great. It was so good. They have a good time. Well. Yeah, great call. Yeah, yeah. I, I did also. Yeah, I, I did also save a line to the uh, to to the uh, to the ticket guy. Uh, uh, one ticket for Morbius, please. Um, so. <laughs> also, I, like this is because this, this is this is a bonus episode. So obviously, we very much appreciate your money, guys. Um, but please, please don't take that as uh, as um, evidence that. Hussein is getting too much money. He just can't manage his money. No, if I was getting too That's much money, work expense, no, 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 baby. no, yeah, no. If it, yeah, it is actually writing this off. It is genuinely a work <laughs> expense. But this off. Okay. If, if I if I had like <laughs> if I had the big Patreon money, right, I would have so like in the Odeon, like they have those like sofas, those premium sofas, right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford the sofa. I had to get a normal seat. Um, but if I was like making proper baller podcasting money. I would have like gone for the sofa to watch Morbius on my own. So, um, yeah. If anything, you should actually give me more, give us more, so that I can do that. You might as well be comfy. Um, yeah. Can, can I can I can I say the thing that I had planned because yes, we've got please. four mics before yeah. before we get into the discussion? Uh, Forbius. Okay. <laughs> very very good. Okay. Dev, you leave uh, that uh, in. I see you. Don't put that. No, no, I'm gonna add some <laughs> applause after that. I was thinking how I could highlight it. Okay, so I've been trying to think about how we sort of like do this episode because usually when we do movies, number one, it like usually lasts for two episodes, and we usually just go through every aspect of the film. I don't think Morbius the film deserves that treatment. Um, so I'm gonna like read the wiki summary of it, even though we have all seen it. I'm gonna invite all of you to like intervene uh, if you remember any moments that uh, particularly uh, reached out to you or made you feel something, uh, but made you morb, <laughs> if you will. Um, so we start off in a hospital somewhere in Greece, um, and uh, uh, 10-year-old Michael Morbius welcomes a surrogate brother, Lucian, who he renames Milo, never explained why that is. Uh, they bond over the shared blood illness and a desire to be, quote, normal. God, we all want that, don't we? No, it's a it's a non-specific blood illness. It's it's a blood illness that's going to kill them both, but they don't say what it is or what the possible cure could be, or even how it affects them or how it structures their daily lives. It's just a blood illness. Well, they're portrayed as like yeah. two sickly kids that are just like yeah, put into a like room, non, like non-specifically sickly. Kids. <laughs> it just feels sort of like you're both fucking. Fucked up in the same way. Get in this room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get in the fuck. Get in, get in the fucked up room. Give him a new name. We're not keen on the old one. <laughs> it is like his just name is Milo throughout the whole film. They don't explain it's why so he adopts it. Everyone calls him Milo. Yeah, that's actually how like Trash Future Milo was uh, was named. Like, his, <laughs> yeah. his name's actually, also yeah, named yeah. Lucian. He's <laughs> got a signed Milo. That's so actually, funny. actually, Milo's real name is Phoebe. That's why we had to rename him. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, it would have been confusing otherwise. Um, so they have an adoptive father who's also the hospital director called Nicholas. Um, and uh, the Nicholas kind of realizes that Milo is, oh, not Milo, Morbius. Milo's a fucking idiot. Morbius is a genius. <laughs> um, and he's just like, whoa, you're so clever. You were able to fix the weird blood machine. Um, so I'm going to send you to another school in New York. Uh, while I care for Milo, um, and there's a scene where um, Morbius like writes a letter to Milo, being like, "Yeah, I'm fucking off to New York, uh, greatest city in the world. I'm going to go uh, to this visa these shops. They call them bodegas. You can't get them anywhere else." Um, and 
and uh, and uh, yeah, I'll come get you at some point. But um, don't don't even think of messaging me if you're in town because I don't have time to see you, bitch. That's right. He's doing blood shit. He can't like he has no time to like you know do socializing. Where is he? Like you know, he, where, where are you going to go to Charlene's? Um, apparently that's a place where like New York people go to. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> never been, never been crossed a pond at all. That's right. Yeah, so Canada, I don't know. So yeah, the know. yeah, the scene, uh, the scene that I sort of like noted was like when uh, Milo was getting like so he so he he gets his he's reading this letter. The letter like flies out of the window all of a sudden, um, with like a, a, a gust of wind that is so strong that it should like in theory just like take the letter somewhere, but it kind of just falls to the ground. So by the time he gets downstairs, um, there are a bunch of like these kids who find the latter and are laughing. But like, I was very confused by this because like, they don't know who Milo is because Milo just stays in the fucked up room. So like, why do they find this so funny? They don't know who these people are. But in any case, like Milo gets the shit kicked out of him. Um, and uh, then we get to a cut scene where... Uh, Michael Morbius, uh, um, an older Michael Morbius, is uh, he's he he's about to receive the Nobel Prize, but then it turns out that he's rejected it, which I think is very funny. Like like he kind of goes to the ceremony and he's just like, nah, fuck. He like he does like the Kanye's. Well, even Kanye hasn't really done that, right? I don't understand what rejected a Nobel Prize. The point of rejecting a Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think they, I didn't even think you could reject a Nobel Prize. Can't they just go like, no, no, you have to take it. We're giving it to you. Come on, take it. <laughs> he wins the Nobel Prize for like this thing called synthetic blood, right? Which I don't think is in the comics. But I was I, I watched a few kind of like videos about. Um, like analyses of Morbius uh, in the run up to this episode. And the most reasonable, like the most feasible reason why they use the synthetic blood, um, which is like blue, which is basically like a type of blue blood, is because Sony weren't willing to kind of make him an actual vampire that needed human blood. So ah. blue blood is kind of like a substitute to sort of like make him an anti hero. So but like, like, like in tampon so adverts. Lame. Is that so it's the lame. same, the same yeah, exactly thinking the same. as behind tampon adverts? That's I think very the real funny. <laughs> I think the real reason that they made him like invent some blood thing is because he was inspired by Elizabeth Holmes, his character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. why. That's why he also like wears all black as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, he's, a, he's, a, he's just trying to be like her. <laughs> Um, I love it. Yeah, I love to see a girl boss winning. Um, I wonder, I wonder what she's up to these days. Um, okay, so Michael, like, yeah, Michael Morbius is a very funny name. This is something that I would like to. Yes, thank I, I would, you. I would yeah. like to make like, like what I've written in my notes is that it sounds like it sounds like a nickname that Glenn Beck would have come up with for Michael Moore. <laughs> it does fucking. St- it, no, yeah, he's just called Michael Morbius, and there are Why like people who are just Morbius? saying that like it's normal. Like, yeah, They're like, oh yeah, go speak to Doctor Morbius. Doctor Morbius, yeah, there yeah. he is. <laughs> That's cool. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Is it like? Is it? Is he supposed to be Greek? Is that why he's? Is it supposed to be Morbius? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I Great don't. Question. Let's look. Yeah, let's look <laughs> it up. Let's yeah, look it up. A real name. Um, there we go. Google search no. is Morbius real. 
To be fair, yeah, they do they do show him eating off a plate and he doesn't smash the plate, so I assume that he's not Greek. Oh, okay, yeah, so he is Greek, yeah. Michael Morbius was born and raised in Greece by a single mother and uh and experienced isolated childhood due to a rare blood condition. Uh yeah, so actually So it is Morbius. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it should be Morbius. Yeah. It should That's be Morbius. We're calling him from now on. He's Morbius. 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 <laughs> yeah, which I <laughs> There we go. Oh, uh, very I, good. I googled it. The name Morbius is like a drive from the Latin morbus, meaning sickness. Mm. Whoa, so that's name so weird thing. That's so fucked up thing to name a kid. That's so yeah. twisted. <laughs> you a blood it's thing. The same, it's the same as a uh, morbid. Um, uh, comorbid. Comorbidity. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is my son, Sick Michael. <laughs> <laughs> sick, sick Michael actually is like a very cool name. Very. <laughs> Michael with the fucked up blood. That's his kennel name. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to get into a name thing because it, it, like, first of all, insane name Michael Morbius, but also that he just renames this kid. And then he just keeps yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah, it's like it's like a a kind of like like kind of Boston wasp, like renaming their like staff who have. Who have ethnic names that they can't pronounce. That's what that yeah. makes me think of. It's like Lucian, I can't mm-hmm. say that. Your name's Milo. <laughs> yeah, well, like I mean, well, what is Milo except for like the Greek version of Steve, I guess? Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. Greek Milo is also a Latin name. So look, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, fine. Okay, back, back to back to the film of the Summer Morbius. So like short from the Lopez, so, of course. So that's right. Um, that's right. So, uh, so he's like now doing like science shit and he's just like, yeah, I rejected the Nobel prize because like, um, I need, still need to like cure all of it. You know, I, I need to like fix my own blood condition. Um, and that's actually like, you know, the real thing that I want. And he's been like experimenting with bats and, uh, bats and mice. Uh, it is you know, very, it is very important that we note that the hot lady doctor who is like, something to do with his research lab does at some point ask him if he asks asks him if he's like messing around with the bats again which is yeah. it's, it's very funny. It's, just a very, it's just a very funny thing to ask somebody um like that like, i know what's going on you're messing yeah. with the bats <laughs> yeah so he's like so the whole kind of premise is that he in this like massive lab that he has is hiding a whole like giant nest of bats yeah. and no one knows and no one knows about this yeah like He's just hiding this nest of bats that kind of like do whatever he wants. And no one's just like, yeah, this is this is a little bit sus that this guy who looks like a vampire is doing some stuff with bats. Like, um, better not say anything because otherwise I'll be taken to HR for like being racist towards Greek people. Um, that might be that might be like the reason why. Uh, yeah, that's true. They have the Greeks and their bats. That's the right. Yeah. I love them. It's, 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 <laughs> like, honestly, like, like we're laughing, but it's actually like a really, like, it's a really harmful trope, the Greeks and their bats. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay, we I'm should sorry. not be, I feel like we should not be, uh, we should not be using it here. Um, there's just something that I just love very, very much about a, about a film, which is about a man fusing himself with a bat and everyone else around him turning mm. themselves like tying themselves into knots because they can't say so like a batman so like a like we're not allowed to say what this is like yeah. so we're gonna have to come up with 
So you're messing around with the bats again. I, I do, boy, I, like yeah. a man bat. That's crazy. <laughs> I should also intervene by saying that like a lot of this film, like, and we'll get into this in the second half, but a lot of this film does involve like strategically not saying things um, for like IP related reasons. Um, both like within Marvel and also not, which is also like one of the reasons why it's so funny. Um, but in yeah, so continuing with the film, so so Michael Morbius is like, yeah, I'm doing like some fucked up shit with bats. Don't tell anyone. Um, but I'm also not going to tell you what's going on with it. Uh, and like, there are some various scenes where like he's hanging out with his friend uh, Lucian slash Milo. Uh, they're both on crutches, but like in a very busy street in New York. Um, but everyone's like very chill with that. And like, I just don't remember any time when like you know the idea of like a pedestrianized New York is a very uh funny experience to me or like a or, or or a type of new york where it's like normal to walk in but to add throughout this film like they are in new york but it doesn't really there are like scenes where it sort of looks like london scenes where it kind of looks like this kind of like messed up cyber city so there we're not really that quite take sure place in a tube station there are lots of scenes that take up in the tube station place but literally in a tube station but the tube station has signs that are like point to fulton street and stuff so like that's that's good i guess um so yeah he's doing like all these experiments still and on one of these experiments he does he goes he goes uh he gets some like funding from his friend milo who like is very rich but no one really explains why what, and what with, is it ever explained why milo is no it's never explained no. He like he might have like maybe he was doing some crypto stuff in the fucked up room and like <laughs> got rich. Like yeah, he bought Bitcoin early and now like I you am know real early Bitcoin guy. His name is Lucian. Yeah. Is there a possibility that this is Lucian Freud? No, it's sick Milo. That's, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sick Milo. Um, and with this money, uh, Doctor Morbius decides, okay, I'm gonna go to international waters with my equipment <laughs> so I can yes. do this fucked up shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> more normal stuff from our, from our friend Morbius. Where uh, else would you go? And you he's got go this international waters to inject yourself with vampire bat shit. It's and he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and he's and like this is a ship that's like filled with mercenaries. Again, the merc it's never explained why he's on a ship with mercenaries. Um, but he just happened to sort of be there. And again, it's just so that like when he becomes Morbius and kills people, like you can just say, Oh yeah, they were bad anyway. So that's pretty chill. Um so he does this experiment. Yeah. He's traveling backwards in time. That's right. Yeah, uh. yeah, it's 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 tenant, baby. Um so yeah, so like he puts the cure Robert in. Asian. He, <laughs> he, he he puts the serum in and like somehow it kind of works in the sense that like he can suddenly like walk and everything but then he becomes like fucked up real fast um and he says the infamous line out. yeah yeah he yeah. says the inf he says the infamous line is more, more than time <laughs> he says no, it yeah he says but, it in yeah. the movie um in, yeah and in, then he morbs yeah. those guys yeah, like so he's like going crazy and stuff, and then like suddenly as he's like making all this noise and his assistant like is kind of like um I don't know whether he attacks the assistant or not. Um I can't remember. But like the mercenaries come in with their guns for like no again, for no reason. There's no reason why they should be in this room. Um and he just like <laughs> wipes just a manufactured this scene exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. transparent. And he just like yeah. wipe yeah, and he just wipes them out, right? And like then just vanishes and then you have the two detectives who sort of come in and they're like reluctantly there because you know they are the police and like they don't want to do their jobs um and they're like whoa some real fucked up shit happened uh I mean, and then yeah 
Look, I mean, Marvel has done about 15 origin stories in as many years. They've got this shit down to a science. They're like, all right, this is the scene where he becomes Morbius and there needs to be like some fucking dudes there with guns that he can morb out on. Yeah. And then there's like all of it. You've got to have a a separate bad guy that sort of is a bit like him, but in sort of reverse, like a a ruder version of Sick Michael. And it's it's, it's by numbers at this point. Like, (laughs) I haven't seen this fucking movie. I'll be completely honest with you. I got sent this. I got told to watch this movie. And I went, there's absolutely no chance in hell I'm watching Morbius. (laughs) Because I don't fucking need to have seen Morbius. I've seen every other Marvel fucking film. So I know what happens in this movie. It was literally your idea to do this episode. I have a screenshot. And it was my idea. (laughs) I very specifically said that the posting regarding Morbius is so disconnected from the the movie but it is not necessary to have seen do, the film no, and i no, continue no. this no mm-hmm. it, well number one we should do a grid uh we should do like one of those like political alignment grids of like watching like who watched morbius and who didn't with all of us the second yeah. is that it, it like you're right but also um i think that like so the, the thing is this is not a marvel film this is a sony film right and i and the reason why i sure. say that is because it's much more akin to like the Sony Amazing Spider-Mans than it is to like any of the sort of like contemporary Marvel films that have weirdly you know, has sort of like ingested every single one of our like social feeds in the past decade. Um, mm-hmm. And it follows like the Sony routine, which is so in the mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, when he first gets his powers again from like this weird fucked up, like complicated laboratory with like very easy to hack like security systems for some reason. Um, the first things he does when he's testing out his powers is that he just beats up like a bunch of criminals that just so happen to be on the subway st- the subway tra- uh, station, right? I think in yeah. Venom it's similar as well, where he gets like mm-hmm. the fucked up Venom juice, and then the first people who like the Venom kind of kills are like, uh, you know, security guards, not even police officers, it's like private security guards, and then like some criminals. Um, it's the very kind of like Sony me- methodology of like, oh, you know, he has to kind of like the immediate use of the superpowers has to be to like fuck some people up those people have to be like very clearly labeled the bad guys but brackets yeah. minor mm. yeah so, i'm convinced that like the original cut of this was like four hours long where, like all of <laughs> all of the scenes where they explain all the things like why milo is rich why the fuck like there are these mercenaries like was was cut out we need like the original morbius cut yeah that's not right. really not happens. cool <laughs> We're making yeah. it happen. I agree. We need the original cut. Okay, let um, me edit Morbius. I think I can do a decent <laughs> job right. of that. Okay, so let's go. Let's go back into the film. So uh, Morbius returns to the to the Big Apple, uh, and he just and he's like, he realizes that oh shit, I have like all these amazing powers. His his assistant is in hospital, by the way, right? Like she just got fucked up and she has no idea what's happened. He's pretty chill about the whole thing. Because he's just like, whoa, I have all these new powers and I walk and like, crucially, he has a six pack now, right? And that's yeah. another thing in the in all the superhero movies. They all like, get really chiseled. They all get a six pack. You're so fucking, every single time. This, this happens even as far back as like the first Spider-Man movie yeah. that Sony yeah. did. Where fucking Tobey Maguire suddenly is ripped overnight. Yeah, and they yeah. spend a long time laboring on it. Like they fucking love to be. They do. They love to do it. I do. And, it, and in this scene, in this scene, he's just like, oh, my thirst for blood is becoming so much. But thank God I have all these packets of synthetic blood so that I don't have to have the cool. human stuff because I have humanity. And then as he's like sort of drinking the blue blood and he's just like, you know, becoming like half Jared Leto, half Morbius. He's like mm-hmm. testing his powers. Again, This I found this scene so funny because like they took so many of the same shots from The Amazing Spider-Man 
and applied it here. Um, so I don't know how many of you remember the amazing Spider-Man scene where he gets his powers and he's testing them and he like takes a skateboard out to like somewhere in New York and like does all these like funky tricks as Coldplay like plays in the background. It's a very that's, absurd that's scene. And he does like all the, and, and Morbius does like the same types of flips as Peter Parker in that film. Like the only thing he's lacking is a skateboard. Um, so again, this is very much just like Sony playing the hits of films that mm-hmm. no one likes, but they're still insistent that like, oh no, you just need the right combination of guy and we'll get, we'll get there. We need Jared Leto. I'm trying to imagine the quality of cocaine in the room where the, out, where the outcome is we need Jared Leto. I do have a fun Jared Leto story because obviously he um he's very well known for like doing the uh doing like the over uh, over the top method acting. And oh, I he thought, fucking is, isn't he? And I, and I thought that he was like you know probably gonna like bite some vampires or something, or like not bite some vampires, bite some bats. So mm-hmm. um he wasn't able to do that, but what he did instead was critically more insane. So this came from uh this this came from like an interview that. Uh, from ScreenWire with I think one of the producers of Morbius. So the interviewer goes I heard a story about filming and I want to see whether this is true. Someone told me that Jared Leto was so committed to playing Michael Morbius that even when he had to go to the bathroom he would use his crutches to slowly limp to get to the bathroom. But it was taking so long between pee breaks that a deal was made with him to get him a wheelchair so someone could wheel him there quicker and he agreed to that. Is that true? Uh, The producer wrote, yes. Interviewer, all right. And then the producer, yeah, because I think that's I think what uh, that's what Jared thinks and what Jared believes is that somehow the pain of these movements, even when he was playing normal Michael Morbius, he needed because he's because he's been having this pain his whole life, even though as he's alive and strong, it had to be different. Hey, man, it's just people's processes. I mean, I like I I feel like it's I feel like it is doing giving the film too much credit to uh, even attempt some kind of discussion of how it frames um disability long-term mm. illness chronic pain etc yeah. um because i think that's like i think that's really i think it'd be a really kind of cheap discussion mm. but yeah. suffice it to say suffice it to say it's not it's not handled terribly well i don't think um, it, it's not it's uh it's not it's not no. it's not handled it's not handled well and it does yeah. strongly suggest at a number of different points that uh that the only that the only way to um either treat or manage um chronic pain is to become some kind of monster that's like yeah, that's, it is i say mm-hmm. that's heavily implied it's it's stated explicitly and repeatedly it's to become a living vampire that's right yeah you got to yeah. become the living vampire become the living vampire i don't know i don't trust this this method acting shit to begin with like no one, no one's ever method acted someone really nice like this is only ever an excuse for people like jared to fucking stop being really annoying to everyone on set who legally have to deal with his shit yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah like that's- yeah, completely correct. It's, it's the fucking Lawrence Olivier line, isn't it? Where he, was, he said it to Dustin Hoffman, he was like, "My boy, why not try acting?" Like, it's like <laughs> just, just pretend. It's okay, man. You can stop when the camera's off. Whomst among us would not send a box of dead rats to Margot Robbie if we got a chance? Um, you, know the Joker... what, you know what Peter O'Toole said about acting? No, what did Peter O'Toole say about acting? He said acting is largely a matter of farting about in disguises. Which is completely um, correct. 
It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of sus, isn't it? I'd also like to note that I wouldn't send a box of dead rats to Margot Robbie. I think that went slightly under discussed just then. I'd like to note. No, yeah, no, no, I wouldn't I, no, do no, that. I, no, I wouldn't, I, just, I wouldn't just, either. Yeah. No, just to say, I, I would. Yeah. Will Smith, considering all the, the, the terrible things that he did. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would I would send I would send um I would send Margot Robbie a nice bouquet of flowers and a copy of uh of Das Kapital um because I would tell her that it's all it's never too late to learn theory. That's right. Um let's anyway, get back into um, speaking, can we speaking just, of theory. Can we just yeah. talk really quickly about the fake blood? Because the fake yes. blood makes me very, yeah, yeah, very angry. Let's talk uh, about because, the blue blood, yeah. Because the the fake blood which he has invented, which uh, which we later find out has been like this kind of incredible medical breakthrough and has been like and you can use it as like uh, and you can use it for like blood transfusions and like he meets a soldier who says like your fake blood saved my life, etc. 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 Um and so when he turns into a vampire because he's been monkeying with the bats, you're like Oh, but he can be a good vampire because he's got fake blood. He's got the fake blood, which is mm. the whole like organizing narrative principle of this piece of shit film. But mm. the fake blood is apparently like it's like a it's like taking too much vitamin C. It's like not bioavailable to him for some reason. So he keeps saying like sooner or later the fake blood is gonna like stop working. Why is it gonna stop working? What like what it's, mechanism? It's just not hitting. But like why? Why is it not hitting? That doesn't make any sense. It's not busting. Then why it's ha- like, why have like the fake blood at all? Pepsi, man. You gotta, <laughs> occasionally you gotta go for the, the full fat coke, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, was sort of confused stupid. by that as well. It's and the, and there's, a, there's a line that Milo there's, there's a line that Milo says to him afterwards where he's just like, Oh, you went for the red after all. Um so it, the implication was maybe the red maybe the red blood tastes nicer. Like, like also, no, 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 he went no. for the red before. Yeah, it wasn't like a like it was an yeah. inevitable thing. There's no yeah, yeah. yeah. Is like, that turning to the dark side? It's like it's it's mm. blizzard that not just it tastes nicer, but there is some there's yeah. like some aspect of the real human blood which the and the, again he's not a vampire. He's not a vampire. He is a Batman. <laughs> he is a, no, he's, he's the living vampire. He's, he's yeah, a Batman. Yeah. He's a man bat. <laughs> <laughs> why does his face do that when he's being why why that's not like a bat it's not like a vampire either it's just why does his face do that blue thing genuinely no fucking idea why his yeah. face does that yeah i don't i, I don't want to say anything in case it comes off as being like anti-greek so uh <laughs> yeah i don't sure. know <laughs> well, what happens um, next in the movie so. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so he's so he's like right. So here's one of my favorite bits. He's he's fulfilling a genre of a type of guy who we've seen in a bunch of movies recently, which is a guy who keeps a journal. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So he's like writing in his journal about how like this has kind of made him stronger and like more confident. Uh, he doesn't have anxiety anymore. Uh, the bats are his brothers now. Yeah. Um, again, uh, again, there's a bit where he says like normally the bats would have like torn me apart not true that's not what vampire bats do at all that's like, simply not the case like, vampire bats like don't exsanguinate their prey because if they did then their prey would be dead and they wouldn't have any more food this is like quite basic this is quite basic uh basic biology which uh hyper genius michael morbius is for whatever reason ignorant of but then he says that the bats see him as a brother how can you possibly know that the vibes. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're giving they're giving brother vibes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so he's like, there, so there he's, was an amazing yeah. silence after I said that, where you were all just like, "Why does she say that?" I don't like. It's obvious that the bat. <laughs> You're not going to get that's a, really, <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really awkward thing for her to have said. <laughs> Obviously, the bats see him as a brother now. <laughs> like. Uh. It's like a, you've really stepped in it in a social yeah, exactly, situation. Yeah. We're like, like oh, this one real... doesn't understand Morbius. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, in the mouth situation. Yeah, well, 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 because 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 now because now he's morbid, right? And the bat and the bats yeah. have been morbid the whole time. And it's like it's one of those That's things right. where you, yeah, you'll you'll know like when you morb, you have a brotherhood, and if you don't morb, then you don't really understand it. Morbin is the base state of bats. So when you start Morbin, they're like, this guy fucking gets it. This guy knows what's okay. up. Okay. <laughs> but that's only once you begin Morbin. Yeah. Okay. You've got to have Morbin yeah. at least once to hang. That's so, so when Milo starts Morbin, why don't the bats treat him with a similar level of brotherhood? Oh, he's not Morbin. He's Miloin. He's Miloin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Okay. Yeah, he's not really like he. He. Ha it's like it's like you can wear Fives the kind off, of. That's right. Yeah, it's like you can you can like wear the stylish clothes and stuff, but like if you're not, you know, people will know it's not drip. People can tell. Yeah, I like um, how this movie is speaking... so boring. That like just making up <laughs> plot points to talk about. <laughs> that's, that's the why... point of the discourse. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. that's why we need anyway. That's why we need the uncut version. Um, speaking of Milo, Milo comes back. And he's like looking real fucked up and he's just like, yo, uh, Michael Morbius, you're not looking fucked up anymore. You've cured yourself. And he's just like, uh, maybe. And then Milo's like, yo, can I have some of that bat juice? And Milo, Mor Mike Michael Morbius is like, no, no you can't. No, it's made uh, me into a monster. And Milo's <laughs> like, I want to be a monster. Um, <laughs> Milo comes up with him, like, the, like, honestly, like the best justification for like for a kind of supervillain uh murdering a bunch of people i've ever heard of which is well i've had death hanging over my head all my life so why shouldn't they give it a try it's like that is not that is not a reasonable <laughs> reasonable <laughs> philosophy that you are espousing here milo it's just saw basically yeah it's yeah, just saw. yeah but like it's not like he's saying like i want to i want people to like really really appreciate their life because i'm gonna die it's more everyone should die because i was a fucked up kid because i have this yeah. weird resentment it's really great yeah. representation for yeah, people with disabilities like, it's like it, yeah, like, it's on, cool. like honestly like it's going into it fucked. i was like going into it i was not like okay you know what like the one thing i'm going to be able to say about this film is that like the like the disability stuff is actually really really good like that is it's not something that i like imagined was <laughs> imagined really? was going to be the case i didn't think it was going to be as bad as it is like they like they, they just about managed to avoid the uh you can tell that he's a bad guy because he's because he's disfigured they just about managed mm. that to avoid that hey. but you know there's, there's going to be morbius, to morbius 2 <laughs> Yeah, so, and, and again, fuck yeah, I hope so. Um, so the the FBI is still investigating like what happened on that on that ship with all the mercenaries in international waters. Again, opening up some questions about where the FBI's like jurisdiction is. Um, <laughs> which are, which are, which, are, which yeah. is like never never that's never really addressed either. And like if they are investigating stuff on international waters, there seems to be uh, some slightly more pressing issues that uh might be at play. But anyway, uh, we are in the Sony world, so like it doesn't really matter that much. Um, I think so. I can't remember this, but I think Milo like steals some of the kind of uh, the serum, yes, yeah. right? 
Um, yeah. and he yeah, kind he of like it, some yeah. of that serum. Yeah, and like he gets like real fucked up, and he like kills a kills a nurse in the hospital. Um, as he's like walking out again, like you know See, these labs, these labs with no security at all. This is why, if you're gonna start taking the Morbius serum, you need to have someone there with you who's experienced who can <laughs> take you through the fucking process. Because otherwise, you're just gonna morb out shit in this hospital. You're gonna go That's into right. a morb hole. And, yeah. and you're yeah. in a morb hole, man. You go in a morb hole, and you've got, start, you've got to start playing running up that hill, and that'll get them out of the morb hole. Yeah. Um, the F go. yeah, the, the FBI uh. confront Michael Morbius and they're like, yo, you like, we're, we're in this jurisdiction that we technically don't need to be in to investigate a crime that doesn't technically like relate to us. And, uh, we think that you might be responsible for it. And Michael Morbius, rather than just being chill, like just goes at them. Like the more, the, he starts morbid at them, like uncontrollably. And, you know, he like does all the morb shit, but he somehow still gets arrested. Right. Despite being like this kind of brute, this powerful vampire that can vanish. Impressive. Yeah, he get he gets arrested by like two of like the most apathetic FBI agents. Um mm -hmm. is then taken to prison and like is very worried because well, he won't get his blood and he really needs the blood to like keep on Morbin. Um yeah. so who shows up but Milo? Uh and Milo like, is It's it's, re it's really dangerous to like abruptly cut off the supply of a Morba. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is gotta, correct. Liv, so, I, I feel level. like you, yeah. Liv, I feel like you wanted to say something, but you kept being like talked over by people. So I'm going to open Sorry. the floor to you for, yeah, for, for observations oh. if you had any. Oh fuck! What was it? No, don't worry. We can um, come back to you. I just didn't want to like just didn't okay. want you to feel no, like you were okay. constantly being interrupted. No, it's okay. Shit, take as long as you need to think. I'll just cut out the silence. I don't this mind. Is, this is what happens with the four, with the four mic setup. It's everyone <laughs> for themselves. <laughs> yeah. When you go Forbias, mm. when you go Forbias, yeah, you can't abruptly cut off the Forbias because. I think it, it was contextual. It was about a plot hole from oh. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have some more of those. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, don't worry. There are plenty of those. I I, I just kind of like want to get through the film so we can yeah. talk about more interesting stuff. So okay, so back in in three and two and one. Um. So Michael Morbius is in prison and Milo comes to see him and Milo's like looking pretty chipper. He's like, you know, and he's uh he, he's uh like not struggling when he's walking and you know, he's looking like he's had a great night out. He's like, you know in um 500 days of summer when uh Tom like has sex for the first time. Um mm -hmm. yeah, it looks like he's just had that walk right now except it's because he's had like the, the Morbius juice. Um, and he goes to visit Michael and he's just like, yeah, things are pretty like pretty cool now. I've had the serum and uh you know i have all these like superhuman reflexes and everything yeah he um, uh, except he doesn't have uh superhuman dancing he just has regular dancing oh well i mean yeah we'll I get we'll, yeah yeah we will get to the <laughs> dancing in a second because it is like genuinely one of the funniest scenes in the film um i have seen this scene i've seen that one <laughs> that's about my entire intake of morbius <laughs> and it's right Let's yeah. just take a second. Matt Smith. I fucking love Matt Smith, man. He's really good. I worry that he, he gets typecast somewhat because he did play Doctor Who for many years, but he's actually genuinely good. Uh, his house is a phenomenal movie with him in. He, um, yeah, he like, he also like, I think was the best actor in this film. Um, like in terms oh, of at least yeah. being the most, in terms of at least being the most entertaining. Um, yeah, so Michael, he, Jumar, he yeah. also, despite the fact that he is English, um, for some reason, his accent, in this film sounds like you know when 
You know when like friend, like American and Australian friends of the show try to do their British accents, and it's always them being mm-hmm. like, "I'm British. Uh, I'll see you on Tuesday." In it, I'm British. That's kind of what he sounds like, but like a kind of more upper class version of it. So there's one bit where he says, "Is the blood in the freezer?" And I'm just like, nobody talks like that. But you <laughs> yeah, don't you're have so, to talk like that because you're, this you're is actually British. your voice. You're also like, yeah, you're also like a rich kid who went to a British school in Greece and like, you know. You have a regal accent. You don't need. Yeah, I don't know. It's very yeah. strange. Um, but Alas. yeah, my, so my, Michael Morbius is like, oh shit, you took the serum and now you're a vampire too. That's real fucked up. Um, but he can't really do anything. So Milo like leaves him like a packet of blood as like a little snack, and also like his walking stick for some reason. Again, like the police like can see the whole thing, and they're like very chill with just like leaving this vamp like imprisoned vampire with like blood. Um, and a weapon. I yeah. think that's very cool. Uh, Morbius like gets really mad because Milo's gone out and like he's really afraid of what he's going to do. So Morbius like goes Morb on the prison cell, breaks it down, um, and then stands on top of a building. Again, another Spider-Man cutscene, and he watches mm-hmm. uh, Milo uh, devour a bodega, like someone who owns like a mobile bodega. Uh, for like no reason at all, and he gets really pissed by this because he's just like, no, bodegas of a heart and soul of New York, and <laughs> by attacking this bodega owner, you've attacked New York. That's true. Oh, That's yeah. the closest I've come to agreeing wholesale with <laughs> with Sig Michael here. And this is like where the dialogue happens with like uh, Morbius and Milo. Again, he's just like now just walking around just by having just like literally broken out of a prison. <laughs> everyone's completely chill with this and this is where he sort of says like where milo sort of says the lines of like death has always like followed me and now like you know they they deserve it as well they have this fight which includes a fight in like charing cross tube station despite mm-hmm. the fact that they're in new york um mm-hmm. very good that i could tell what tube station it was um so morbius is out like presumably he's being hunted and he's like looking for Michael or he's looking for Milo. Um, his assistant is fine now. And his assistant's also like extremely chill with like everything that's happened despite having just come out of the hospital after being assaulted by a vampire. Um, I don't think he is a vampire. Or I don't know. Just like, okay, all right. All right. Can I, can I make my yeah. case for the fact that he's not a vampire? First of all, right, doesn't seem to be any issue with daylight or certainly it's not like, like he kind of skulks around at night, but that's because he's kind of like a skulky kind of guy. That's like his vibe. Yeah. Like it's not because like he just can't go out in the sun as far as we can tell. Well, certainly it's not mentioned. Also, the way that you become uh, this, cre- this creature is by drinking the morb juice. And mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be an obvious way for the, for the morb to be a kind of person to person infection. And vampirism is, technically an infection is technically a virus that like attaches itself to a host yeah live please is, I, right, I is, feel like i feel like i'm about to be challenged isn't like at the end maybe i just remembered this wrong like the the plot twist is the assistant becomes like a vampire yes, after yeah. she's killed by the vampire so according okay. to the wiki according to the wiki um as morbius was biting into the assistant um, some of his blood got into the blood of the assistant, so it somehow cancelled uh, or reversed okay. it. Okay, okay, so that's okay. So that's like a more normal way of like a vampire creation. They don't all have to take the same potion. No, no, that's how you, that's how you can tell that he's a vampire. Because also, if you could, if you could 
synthesize blood then that would be like more than nourishing for a for a vampire the fact that mm. there's apparently there's a bioavailability problem with the blue blood suggests that he's like he's not strictly a vampire he's more like he's a blood drinker i'll give you that but i would i would hesitate to say vampire he's a man bat i think he's, so. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a man he's, bat he's he's a, a, he's man, a man bat He's a man who is a bat. bat hybrid. Some kind of, and like we should call that something that sounds a bit snappier than man mm, bat. Like, I what don't should know. we? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What should we? Let's bring into mind immediately. Maybe a, maybe know, a like, bat guy. Like, yeah, bat. Yeah, bat dude. Bat fella. <laughs> bat boy. Bat fella. Um. Okay. Bat so, fi- final Morbius. section of the. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Morbius. Great. But the final section of the film. So the assistants, like, yeah, we're building an antibody that is designed to sort of like rib against the vampirism. I think is like the line that she actually says at some point, which is again very funny to me. Um. Again, it's also another like they've just taken this from the Amazing Spider-Man because that's how like they were trying to get the lizard in that film. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Like, yeah, they, they've apparently, like, sort of developed it. Uh, Morbius sort of, like, rejigs the system so that he can do it. In the, mean, in the meantime, we then get the best scene in this film, which is uh, Milo doing the push-ups and then, like, putting on That's his right. shirt in a weird way and, like, doing all the dancing. Um, you've probably seen the clip. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, just, it's very surreal. Um, it's just a but, guy having yeah. a good time. It's just it's, dude, Morbin. It he's is not a guy morbing ha- out yeah. right now, but he's like he's prepping a morb, and that's is- that's ideal. <laughs> it <laughs> is a guy. It's it's very funny to see Matt Smith do this. Yeah, <laughs> just he's, quite deeply he's funny. Got his hair done, done his nails, baby. How you feeling? Yeah. Feeling morb as hell. That's right, baby. That's Absolutely. right. Fucking Lulu. So I think this better scene, but like I'm in a fever dream, reimagining it. <laughs> mm. So, so Morbius like develops the anti like vampirism thing, and he's gonna like inject Milo in the in the ass with it. Um, Milo, in the meanwhile, like he goes to visit Nicholas, the uh, the father, and he's just like, "You've always loved Michael more than me." Um, and then he goes like vampire mode and kills Nicholas because of like the daddy issues and stuff, um, which doesn't seem to be accurate to me. But just like he he fucking like sends sick Michael off. Like yeah. way across the pond, and then spends his entire time caring for Milo, who, by the way, in that fucking middle ground, becomes unbelievably rich somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, how I would say I would disagree quite severely. Yeah, with the it assessment. is assessment. He's an insider yeah. trader. That's right. Mm. Um, in the meantime, Michael Morbius is now going to chase Milo as he's like sort of going on his like vampire sprees. Um, chase, chase, his chase, assi- is it his oh, assistant? Oh, I yeah, have something on. to say about the vampire sprees. Yes. So, so uh, Milo like kills like a bunch of people in a bar um, because the first thing that you do when you turn into a vampire, even though vampires can't fuck, uh, the first thing you do is you go and try and get yourself laid. That's like that's like that's well known. That's canon. Like it's the I first thing you want to do. Can fuck. They probably can because they're not vampires. They're not dead. Mm-hmm. They're no, just, they're living. They're, exactly. They've, they've got like, they've got fused genetic material. That's a disgusting yeah. way of putting it. That's not what mm-hmm. I mean. But anyway, and yeah. so he goes off and he, and he gets a bit horny and he kills a bunch of people. And then it has a news reporter say, uh, describing it and saying, oh, so all of these bodies were drained of blood, leading the press to calling this guy the vampire. And I'm like, yeah, of course, they're calling him the 
the vampire. But then there's an end to that sentence, which is they're calling him the vampire murderer. No, that's not what they're... That's, that's, that's so non-snappy, man. That's not what man. they're calling him, because first of all, that's not snappy. You'd call him the vampire. And second, it makes it sound like he kills vampires. It's too ambiguous. Press <laughs> is not going to come up with this kind of yeah, ambiguous it, moniker. Graceful. It also, it, yeah, it also assumes that the vampire is like murdering rather than doing what vampires do, which is to drink blood. Yeah, like it's just nature, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Milo, like in part of his spree, Milo like attacks the assistant um, as well. And the assistant is like mortally wounded. Uh, so Mo Michael Morbius does what like he, yeah, he feels entitled to her blood. So he like, you know, uh, just, like drains her of her blood. Mm. Uh, gains all get like start like goes into like mega morb mode, um like see, super set like super saiyan mode. See, this is I didn't yeah. I didn't get that from this bit. What I got from this bit was that she's gonna die anyway because she's been yeah ven she's been venomized because apparently the bite is also yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently they're also venomous. They're more like a snake than a bat. Anyway, um, yeah. they're more like an exsanguinating snake which is a different yeah. kind of creature. Oh, I was just yes. reminded. I just got reminded there's a line in this film where they're like, who are you? And Michael Morbius goes, I'm Venom. And yeah. it just didn't, yeah, that it, it didn't, that I, it, and, and yeah, I could tell that like, and I, yeah, that's yeah. right. And I could tell like someone in the studio was like, yeah, this will be so sick. Like people will absolutely get this reference. It's like, it doesn't, you know, I know you're looking for like your Marvel moment, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's not. Oh, I, I recognize that moment because I used it in the trailer and I feel like that's a hundred percent of why it was included. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I like, used it in the trailer. hundred so, percent. But so I, got, we, I, yeah. got the, I got the idea from, from this bit that she knows that she's going to die. And for some reason, because like, because like just being on the blue blood mm. means that he's like only like kind of semi morbing. He's like morbing at like yeah. like forty percent. Yeah. And like human blood, that's gonna like that's gonna turbocharge him. That's gonna turbo morb him. So he's gonna get up to like hundred percent morb. Yeah. Hundred percent morb output. He's gonna cut. It's gonna get be up, at maximum like, over morb. He's he's, he's been yeah, drinking he's, like <laughs> monster. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's gonna he's get up to like kind of melee morb level. He's, oh, he's been drinking monster energy like zero sugar, but this he's is the first time he had like morb morbster energy, and this is the yeah, first time he's got he's had right. sugar. And he and like so just I goes. Got, yeah. I got the idea that she thinks that she knows that she's gonna die, so she sacrifices herself and is like, "You gotta drain me so that he can have." the good shit so that he can go and fight Milo who has been cruising off the good shit before. Yes. Otherwise okay. it's just yeah, like it. otherwise it's just like aren't you supposed to be the good guy and you've just killed this woman for no for no, <laughs> yeah, no reason. What happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's well, the I'm glad, I understood, that's glad I understood that. Okay. Liv, what, what were you gonna say? What, what were you gonna say? Oh no, just yeah that was that was the right reading, I think. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, got to. I mean, look, the wiki doesn't say anything otherwise. So, like, yeah, I think if I hope that is because that would be like if it if it was just like a random thing, I would just like really lose it with Sony. Like, even for them, that it would suck. Um, and then we get to the final scene where Michael and Milo like fight. They do all their vampire stuff. Um, Michael like with the kind of like human blood for the first time just goes sicko mode and like uh, injects Milo with the uh, anti-vampirism venom, which like kills him. Uh, and the fight uh, scenes fucking suck. I'm sorry. Like two vampires fighting. At least we should see some decent choreography here. Well, right? yeah, yeah. But in any case, like you know, they 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 kind of like fall and die in a ditch. Um, but Michael Morbius is a, is able to escape thanks to his uh vamp his, his bat brothers. 
uh, in a scene that is basically from Batman Begins, uh, escapes with them and uh, embraces his identity as a vampire. And then in one of the many cutscenes, we see the assistant wake up with uh, uh, presumably woken up as a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you stay past the credits, um, the, the other scene that has sort of Why gone viral you? is, yeah, well, is, um, is uh, I think, is it the Falcon or yeah, the Falcon from like, it is uh, the Falcon from uh, of, Spider-Man Homecoming. From Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, finds himself in like the Morbius universe, and he and Morbius meet in like the woods somewhere. Um, in this really bizarre scene where he's just like, "Oh, I found myself in this new world." Uh, it has to be Spider-Man, I think. Uh, why don't we team up and try to murder him? And uh, Morbius is just like, "That sounds intriguing." And then, <laughs> <laughs> Man, bearing, in mind, the fuck? bearing in mind there are no references to Spider-Man throughout this entire film. There's, all, um, there's, no, there's no indication, and I know that this is an IP thing, but it makes it very jarring. There is no indication whatsoever that this is a superhero afflicted universe at all. Like, as far as you know, these are just like normal guys, normal guys, yeah. innocent guys, just yes. hanging out. Innocent and sick guys who, uh, who are just sick guys. That's, 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 just as far as, man. Yeah. Like, as far as you can tell, that's what's going on. And then, like, right at the end, it's like, I assume this was something to do with Spider Man. And I'm just like, what was to do with Spider-Man? What? What? What, what, so what was to do with Spider-Man? This is another reason why we need the four-hour cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure right. it'll tell us. The true Forbius. That's but why we need it. The thing it. is, is that like Marvel in general have realized that it is now insanely weird that like their major league superheroes don't appear in these tiny things. They're every being, single they're fucking being time. rested. It's like the kind of it's like the kind of group stages. If you're playing like a really really small country, right. like you don't play your first string. That's why. Mm. They're having it's a so, clip. Yeah. So <laughs> we have we we have officially watched Morbius. Congratulations to us. Um do we feel morbed like to to uh to figure out like uh the memeing of Morbius? Um the memeing ming meming. Yeah, I mean like look, I I I think everyone has sort of seen like the Morbius memes and everything. Uh and I know I was I was I, I had thought to myself, I did wonder like whether watching it would sort of like add a new light to it. And mm. did it? Like no, it didn't. Like no. the, the, yeah. the memes, are, the memes yeah. are very funny. But like, what I thought. So, but maybe we could like. So the reason I kind of got in contact with you, Liv, was because you posted this like really good tweet that um, I think well, all your tweets are very good, but like this one, very relevant to our episode currently, where you say uh, Zizek often talks about how ideology, uh, how ideology functions ironically. E.g., you don't have to believe in it in order to participate in it. And it's great that the culture industry slop has gotten so bad it can now function on that irony alone. This came after news that Morbius was coming back to theaters after like basically everyone was doing Morbius memes. Yes. Um, in spite and in yes. spite of the fact that like this was in no measure like a good superhero movie. Like it did enough to kind of like maintain the cash burn that these studios can like fund. Um, it was not kind of like such a catastrophic movie that it flopped because it wasn't designed to ever be. Um, but it didn't kind of like. It, it was either the case that they had like the studios had either kind of misunderstood what the whole kind of Morbin meme was about or crucially that like it didn't matter anyway. And I wondered whether like you could talk to us a little bit more about what you think was going on and like, yeah, just like yeah. just generally what you were seeing. Yeah, it's interesting because it seemed like with the re-release, they wanted it to be or they thought it might be like a room thing where people mm. like it because yeah. it's mm. bad. They They didn't realize, I think, that like I guess there's sort of two types of ironic consumption here. One of which is like literally like, well, I'm not seeing it. It's just like, it sucks. And the name of the the movie sounds funny. Mm. But it is interesting. I, I thought I thought the Morbius flopped and it turned out like 
made like 170 million, which is like, yeah, it cost as much to make as the Northman, which I don't know if anyone <laughs> has seen that, and and did twice as well. Mm. Which is like the Northman gotcha. is, a, in my opinion, is a great film that's like very subtle that I think a lot of like. I think a lot of people maybe saw and didn't know what to do with because there was like some form of sort of inner complexity mm. and people didn't really like that because like people are sort of conditioned to like the slop of like basically MCU. Yeah, oh, no, uh, no, like, absolutely. The, uh, yeah, like this sort of seemed like a weird pastiche of that slop. Yeah. Like they were trying to recreate oh, yeah. the movie magic of Marvel without like something, something interesting I find with that is like a lot of the times they will make up for the fact that they don't have good writing by just introducing a cool character. Mm-hmm. But, but like, they didn't really have a character to introduce here. Yeah, because like, no they didn't own the rights to any of them. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, why don't we have this guy called Lucian, but he's actually, his name is actually Milo. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, like, what if he was yeah, a vampire would, as well? We would love that. And all <laughs> the explanation for that is just, like, cut out of the movie for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, I think like I, I've been I thinking mean, about this. Yeah, go on, De- Devin, as someone who like didn't watch Morbius. That's right. As someone who remained <laughs> pure, um, <laughs> someone who remained un- unsullied by actually having seen Morbius, I think I'm very qualified to talk about this. The the thing about this, I think, is that the Morbius, the Morbius memeing had its seeds like right at the very beginning mm. of of the whole Marvel thing. Because as much as we we all hate this shit. Uh, it, it's probably worth admitting that the Marvel movies and the Marvel Cinematic Universe is probably the single biggest cultural phenomenon in in the West in like the last two decades uh, easily. And all of that's off the back of like, right, Iron Man, okay? They're coming out of an Iron Man movie. Everyone's like, okay, I'm familiar with Iron Man. Like either I've read these comics or like I have a child who's a fan of these comics. Like Iron Man is something that we all recognize. We all understand what's going on there. So there was an Iron Man film in 2008. And you can't imagine that at that point, these like fucking Marvel execs thought that they were going to do like a fucking end game. They yeah. just had a movie they made and the actual support for it was quite like organic. Then there was Hulk, which sucked shit, uh, not worth talking about. And they got rid of <laughs> Hulk and recast him, which was a great choice. They made Iron Man 2, and they made Thor, and people were like, okay, I know who these fucking people are. I know who Captain America is, right? If I see a, t- a, a movie trailer that's like, holy shit, we've got Thor, people are like, okay, I'm familiar with Thor. Yeah. And at this point, this is ground on for a decade at this point and they're just running out of guys to introduce like so this is I, I why haven't... they should have done what they did with jurassic park and start having like right. and start having like like hybrid superheroes so like for example just spitballing you say thor uh, we could have thor and morbius and that's a guy called thorbius <laughs> i'd watch thor v morbius i'd watch that shit yeah, I mean, I, I the would single watch. best decision that they made to do with thor was to hand it off to taika waititi a man who actually has ideas because Jesus Christ, the first two Thor movies fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fan of Christopher Eccleston. Dog shit in Dark World. But the thing is, I don't know anyone like personally who's gives a shit about the Marvel Cinematic Universe post Endgame, and they've right. made multiple films like Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Doctor Strange Two, Too Strange Two Doctor. 
there's another fucking Thor coming out. There's another Black Panther coming out, which is strange because my man is dead and <laughs> everyone else in the film has been recast because they were all anti-vax. So like, I don't know what the fuck that's going to be. <laughs> but like, you, imagine you see, you're sitting down to watch a movie that you give half a shit about and you see his fucking trailer and it's like, Jared Leto is Morbius, Morbius. for the vampire. <laughs> yeah, and you, so well, who the fuck is going to go, yeah, it's fucking Morbius, <laughs> baby. No one cared <laughs> from the very get-go. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that yeah. no one gave a shit is why why it's so funny that even before this movie came out, there was all these posts that were like, hell yeah, Morbius Sweet Babies, Morbius <laughs> Summer, best film 2022. Because it's directly a send-up of this fucking grey Marvel slop that we're all being force-fed every fucking year. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It seems like a lot of the Marvel stuff is like, uh, you know, a part of the culture produces like... An original production that's interesting, which is like, you know, the, I guess the comic books beforehand yeah. and, and like it basically just cannibalizes it and squeezes it for as much sort of value mm-hmm. as possible until, until like most of the money they're getting is like based basically off of like nostalgia stuff. And mm-hmm. then like yeah. the fact that people yeah. are like, it's my favorite guy and he's fighting. Wow. And it seemed like, <laughs> like Morbius <laughs> is like if they cannibalize that, but like they're using the Morbius synthetic blood. Like there's no content yeah. to it, yeah. So it doesn't what, actually. Yeah, like, like, like MCU anything. is is the living vampire, which I think is quite ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like again, I want to go back to the thing about this is a Sony film, right? So it's kind of I think that like if Marvel, sure. like Disney, Marvel had sort of done it, they would have probably approached it in like a different way. Not to say that it would have been like any better, but I definitely think it probably wouldn't be worse. Like Sony just have never really been good at producing superhero movies anyway and even venom which like wasn't a good film like kind of got mm. this weird sort of cult following because tom hardy was just like very good in that film right um and tom hardy That's playing true. both eddie and venom like played off each other quite well so they liked the idea of like this kind of weird bromance and that was like something that became very popular in south korea before it like went everywhere else um you know so it was like completely accidental that like venom sort of got like this fan base and venom 2 like sucked so much but like it didn't get reciprocated and i think that like sony sony are just really bad at making these films they've owned so much of this like weird ip that a lot of like the morbius stuff is kind of like them justifying why they should still keep it um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, they, and, like, like, they have the, to yeah. make these films just because otherwise the IP is going to like expire or something. Right. Well, I, think, the, I think yeah. they're not thinking enough, though. I think they're not like I think they're not like thinking enough outside the box because they should be like delving into like their kind of IP box and like seeing what else they have. Like, what if they have like what if they have like the IP to like I don't know, like Fireman Sam, just like hanging around in there. Why would they have, they have the IP to Fireman Sam? Why not? Why does the why does Disney have the IP to uh, Clockwork Orange? I don't oh, yeah, know okay, how that's this fair stuff works. It's universal, that's that shit. Yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. Like, just like that, I mean, none of like none of it makes any sense. But if you're telling me that you wouldn't watch a uh, a dark fireman Sam, oh, uh, like like he kind of like he 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 kind of gets blackpilled because like there was someone there was a fire that he couldn't put out. And yeah. that fire like follows him like everywhere he yeah. goes. He was told uh, like he was not al- like he was told because like uh, they had to call the fire brigade because they were like they were doing like an insurance scam. So he was not allowed to go into this fire and save a bunch of people. And now he's like now he's got a six pack and he's dark. Yeah. Okay. That's 
Okay, yeah, I think, the, I sure. think the other major problem with this kind of shit is um, that since they're all based on comics, every single character has a dumbass name, and like you have to yeah. pretend to take it seriously. <laughs> like, I've just found out that the bad guy in the uh, second Doctor Strange movie is called Mordo. And I'm like, man, was come it, on. Wasn't <laughs> in, like, in one of the MCU ones, there's a guy named Sprite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fucking um, in Eternals, there's a last yeah. called Sprite, and there's a guy called Fastos who is the first canonically gay Marvel superhero, and he caused um, Hiroshima. So let's just note that down <laughs> uh, directly it's within awesome. the text of the movie. Fascinating. I mean, awesome. I mean, Doctor <laughs> Strange. Doctor Strange is called. I, Steven, I haven't seen any. I am become gay. Destroyer <laughs> worlds. Yeah. Do- Doctor Strange is his name is Stephen Strange, right? And like, mm-hmm. I don't. They love like to know. give these motherfuckers like the epithet doctor and then the worst surname imaginable. Yeah. Um what what if there was a doctor who was called Dr. Normal? Anyone thought about that? Um Yeah, what I mean look. Maybe he's right. only strange because people give keep giving him a lot of shit. Have you considered that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he's just oh, yeah, you know who you know who Doctor Strange is, the, the real Doctor Strange is to me? Uh, a certain doctor called Doctor House MD. Um the real Dr. Normal is uh, Dr. Peterson and... Uh... Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I know, I, know, I, I don't want to like, keep live for too long, but like, there were a couple other yeah. things I saw him wanting to go through. And like, I think we sort of touched on it a bit, which was about like... So my understanding of like when the whole... When like the kind of like it, it's Morbin time kind of came out, which again, mm-hmm. like, it happened well before the movie actually came out. And I think like, well, even like just before the trailer itself had come out, it was just like, there were some stills of like Jared Leto when like, he sort of like transforms into the vampire um, or like, you know, she transforms into like the human, the, the man bat or whatever. Um, and people were like, okay, this, this film's going to be like fucking weird. And it's going to be, um, you know, really, really bad. Um, uh, and like the whole, from, for me, like what initially started out as being like sort of satirical of like the production of these types of like comic book movies, right? Where it's like, okay, well, you know, you sort of go in knowing every movie is going to be like a financial success because it's kind of been rigged that way. There was an infographic that sort of went around uh, Twitter like a couple of months ago where it showed that like, I think it was like every cinema had to like show, was just showing like tons of like, of like a Marvel film. Um, Mm -hmm. and in that way it like sort of guaranteed sort of success because you don't actually need like a set number of people to like for a kind of like viewing for viewing figures it just sort of needs to sort of be displayed uh, over a certain period so basically you can rig like how successful your film like is Um, so everyone sort of knows the formula and everyone sort of knows like the process and everyone also knows that like when you're dealing with like you're also dealing with like big studios that don't really want to take risks like I think about like Netflix and how like their recent announcement that they're not going to do any like sort of like artistic films anymore, like commissioning artistic films anymore or let like Scorsese do anything. Um, so right. they're sort of like, you know, how, I, I guess the question that I always arrive at is like, well, how do you sort of like meaningfully satirize like this type of production when not only is like the system sort of rigged against you, but crucially like as we sort of saw and the reason why like, um, you know, I, I think that video that like came out, I think a few weeks ago of like Jared Leto, like sort of leaning into the Morbius meme, um, with like, it's like Morbin two and stuff. Uh, yeah, and he also did that and, and, and he did that with like Joker as well. Right. Like where he, where he like sort of says the line in the trailer, like something that doesn't show up in the film, but like, it's very oh, much yeah. like, Oh, the studio sort of know exactly yeah, what's happening online. So yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Cause it's interesting. It starts off as like sort of just a critique of 
the awful industrial cultural products, the slop mm. that everyone sort of has to deal with that isn't mm. particularly written well. Like the special effects aren't even good, but they're massive, <laughs> like massive films that that gross a massive amount. And like what what could have happened, which I guess didn't happen here because Morbius is just like an unwatchable film, is like that critique of the culture industry um, becomes like its own excuse for consumption, but in an ironic way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, which like, you know, Zizek, as I said before, like talks about how ide ideology is sort of cynical now. Like no one really believes in the system mm. where you say you say a thing like, oh, isn't it the case that this thing sucks? But then you participated in anyways. Yeah. What we don't know how to not. Morbius? Is he is the vampire or is he are we <laughs> the, the vampire? In many ways, society itself is is the vampire. I would, fact, I would love the MCU yeah. as the vampire. The thing, right? Okay, the thing about the MCU, and I hate, to, I hate to do this, but the thing about the fucking MCU is that it's it's simply gotten too too big. Uh, it's perfectly recreating what happened to comics, which is why they stop. Like why comics fucking suck these days, which is that they have like some pretty solid ideas, and then they all just get like fucking mixed, and you have to have seen every single other thing to understand what the fuck's going on. Like it becomes consumption. You have like you actually have to consume everything they put out, otherwise you're not gonna fucking get it. Like yeah. they introduced the the major villain for this like core of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the fucking Disney Plus Loki series, which again, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of these fucking things past Endgame, <laughs> and I tried to watch that twice and dissociated both times. I don't know if I've even seen Endgame. But like, at, at this point, what even brings you to the MCU is that like, there are, there are these exciting characters and the special effects are cool, right? You can sort of turn off. But at this point, they don't even have any new exciting characters, and the special yeah. effects are fucking shit. From what because I, they're yeah. like producing five shows and like three movies in right. a fucking year. From what and I understand, it's, like, and it's also happening with Star Wars as well. Um, yeah. You kind of oh, like, yeah. you know, with with like the original MCU stuff. From from my understanding, like talking to people who are more into it, like the whole kind of stream that starts from Iron Man and goes to Endgame was kind of like planned quite well in advance. So it wasn't planned as soon as Iron Man came out. But once they sort of figured out that, oh, like these superhero team-up films do really well, um, yeah. they had sort of like mapped out like what the end game actually was. And again, there was that clip that sort of went around, which like showed, I think like a thing from 2015, I want to say, um, of like the final end game battle and like, you know, computer generated like style, right? So it'd been planned for a while, like what was going to happen and like how these films are going to work. Like post oh, endgame, post endgame, I think there's this crisis of like, oh fuck, like, you know, what do we do now? Because everyone was sort of like hyping up for this moment and yeah. we still got to keep producing stuff and we still got to like keep having these stories. And we've also got to like produce these stories that are like um, relevant for like, every type of demographic audience that also fit in with our A-B testing, which is where you get stuff like One Division and everything, which is like more of a kind of like adult kind of uh, geared show, but also has the superhero elements in it that are necessary to understand like the new Doctor Strange film, for example. So they're trying to like capture every type of audience they have because they have the most market share. But like there's literally no point to doing that anymore. And in the meantime, you have like Sony who are like, oh, well, 
you know, we have like this IP and we don't really know what to do with it, but we may as well like milk it for what it's worth, which is why like Morbius appears to be so cynical as well. Cause it's like, okay, you don't even want to sort of like contribute to whatever the fuck Disney plus is doing. You just want to make some money out of it, which like, I guess fair enough. Like that seems like a more feasible thing. And I was saying Star Wars as well, because like, that I think Star Wars like, has a couple like a of more sick- honest account for it than, um, yeah than like people being like uh actually like these films are like a representation actually these films are queer <laughs> cinema and like that kind of stuff morbius is a queer icon um uh that's right. just like, like, another man's blood I feel, yeah, yeah pretty sus um i feel like you're building a rod for your own back if you call your movie endgame that's all i'm saying i think yeah. it should have stopped there and i think everyone is sort of in agreement of the, i mean to, to further the Hussein's point, the first mention of something that eventually became an Infinity Stone was in Thor in 2011. So, like, th- they they did have this pretty well planned out, and then yeah. as as always happens, you reach the end of your plan and you go, "Holy shit! There are no James Bond. There, there are no like superhero <laughs> movies left to fucking talk about. What the fuck are we gonna do?" And you have to figure something out very quickly and it ends up being Shang-Chi and the Legend of the fucking Ten Rings. Yeah, or like in the case of Star Wars where you have like lots of these sort of spin-off series which are like, again, based on like books, but Mm. they're done in a way where they're trying to appeal to like literally every audience that they can because they're the only ones that can actually produce stuff. But they're also trying to produce it at such a fast rate that like, you know, I think like the new Obi-Wan series, I was watching a couple of episodes with my dad and it was, and I was watching and I was just like, this looks like shit. Like this the sets look like shit it, you you can tell that it's been like really kind of like done in this very very fast process and like they've rolled it out because they sort of know it will get these eyeballs on their streaming platform um and it doesn't really matter about like longevity or anything it doesn't even matter about story really like it matters about like the immediate capture because that can justify like the continued sort of borrowing like financial borrowing so that they can keep on producing more and more stuff um and like i wonder whether like the more like the kind of like um, you know, the satirical Morbius fandom and stuff is a reaction to just both that feeling of stagnation, but also this recognition almost of defeat that like the kind of, you can't bring these studios down or get them to even produce better stuff by like boycotting their, like, you know, boycotting is not the right word, but it's like not going to see their slop, right? Like yeah. you, you don't live in a kind of environment where you can avoid it. Um, you have to engage yeah. with it in some capacity because they're going to like juice the numbers whether you like it or not. So like mm-hmm. you may as well try turn it into something like some sort of like absurd performance. But the problem about that then being reified online is that everyone gets to participate in it, including the people who made the original to begin with. Yeah, yeah. like it's like it's a to- like it's a total mugs game. You're getting played. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. All, all criticism of capital can immediately be subsumed straight back into Fold, it with basically back no effort. Yeah, I it, mean that's that's just, that's, cool. that's, that's why there's a, that's why there is a Black Lives Matter Nike advert. Like that's why. That's uh, right. Liv, yeah, Liv, you were going to say something. Oh yeah, it it seems like it's interesting because like it's interesting because of like the way that these major productions work and how monopolistic they are. Mm. It's almost like mm. it like it sort of conditions a group of people that are like want to see. Just like, you know, they want to see their favorite superheroes doing stuff and then it's not particularly well thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. in, in like creating an audience for the products they want to make and then like only making decisions based upon like how much money can be made out of that sort of newly conditioned audience of like that really enjoys like pretty, pretty not well thought out sort of cultural products, mm-hmm. um, which also relates to like not wanting to take risks. If you can yeah. create a group of people that just like 
poorly written things, then, you know, you'll be fine. But there's an interesting like problem with that, as mentioned with like Endgame or like, oh, I guess we have to like write some original stuff now. But like the process of writing wasn't really about making good content. All of the all of the good original stuff that, you know, because everything has to be original at some point that they've like just like siphoned off of for decades. Um, like they, they, they're not in a space in which they can create a repetition of that oftentimes. They're just used to siphoning off of like uh, th- these original properties from a long time ago, um, which I found like in relation to Star Wars, I found interesting because like I watched the first two seasons of Mandalorian. I don't know if there's a next one. And like, I really liked the first season. I thought that like it was something that was actually original. And one of the reasons it did well is because people are like, we want something that's like original in these universes that's like well written. Um, and I found it really interesting how in season two, like the, you could really tell that like the writing just went down the drain. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not as well written. And it's expressly when they start introducing everyone's favorite characters that all the nostalgic, the people who consume this type of content for like nostalgia, um, well, as soon as they get into the plot, it like, uh, it's not interesting, you know, like Luke at the end just basically functions as a deus ex machina. Of like, oh mm-hmm. no, we're in this, you know, spoilers for the Mandalorian, I guess. We're we're in this terrible bind, and then Luke just comes and kills all the bad guys. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's a perfect representation of like how how these corporations don't want to take risks. As soon as they create anything original, they, they let yeah. a director make something interesting, they like siphon it for as much value as possible because that's mm-hmm. the least least sort of risk taking thing that you can mm-hmm. do. And and have people in this weird sort of cycle of like, well. I want like high produced content. I don't want to like watch like indie stuff uh, because most people like I think primarily consume these uh, uh, larger produced like advertised things. But all of the highly produced ones uh, uh, content is just like in this same sort of slop producing process. That's the and and like and you can see like with like the Northman for instance, where it's like that's a that's a movie that takes a lot of risk, like adapting like a thing from like Icelandic tales in the 12th century and like I think a pretty like honest way that like portrays I think a lot of the morality involved in that that's totally alien to like our you know environment like the main character it's like a revenge story and in in the middle of it he just goes and like slaughters a village Mm. which is like insane Mm. to us but like you know that's that's what exists in the the story or whatever but because it's a risk and it's a new thing there's a possibility that it bombs yeah, and and definitely. because all of this is just made for profit, like it doesn't those yeah. types of original things that aren't made for money, they're made to like make an artistic point have a have a solid amount of chance of bombing. Yeah, yeah. so we're I'm, just in this death spiral where like the only thing that you can do often is just like, uh, you know, isn't it funny that they're serving a slop? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it's a kind of it's a very deliberate flattening of culture. It's a kind of McDonaldsification of cultural oh. products like you know that wherever you go <laughs> in the world it's just gonna it's gonna be the same you know what you know what you're getting and it's the same yeah. thing right and it's the same and it's the same thing with these films and these properties and what i think is interesting about the kind of the about them putting it back in the theaters kind of on the strength of the memes and like people saying no 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 no, don't do this because then studios are going to think that they can like manufacture a kind of meme culture around films that suck and so, well, first of all, that's not true because um, because th- it will be very, very obvious if something is studio led because the way th- the reason that these memes work was because they were organic and not because 
and not because they were like come up with by a studio. But mm. it's but it's also that it's just it just just flags up a point that we just like see again and again and again and again. And I don't understand why people who work in what can appreciably be described as like legacy media can't get this through their heads is that somebody willing to do the very, very low effort, very low energy and ultimately free thing of going retweet or repost or whatever it doesn't translate into paying customers and i don't understand why studios publishers etc can't get it through their heads that that people being willing to share a meme does not mean that they are willing to spend money on the product the Mm. other thing i'll i'll say for it is that like it's not even that these guys won't watch morbius which like they absolutely will watch Morbius, but there's no way they're going to go to a fucking cinema to do it when a 50 megabyte GIF version can be shared on uh, Discord mm-hmm. extremely easily. Yeah, like, that's how I mean, most of these people watch it. I mean, we're not allowing for uh, <laughs> for co-host of the show H Kasvani in this. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> you said when to go see Morbius, and that's that's something that I will uh, never respect for as long as I live, but. One for Morbius. He, I can't take please. it away from him. One of the, like, it, he, was one of, it was one of the best nights of my life. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, get, I'm getting married in like, like one of my marriage like in two days. And I still think that like seeing Morbius at 9.45 p.m. Uh, may, may just like be on par with that. Um, uh, and I'm glad. And, and never tell my wife this. Like just, you know, some of you yeah, know her. Don't, don't tell her of this. Um, but I'm going to yeah. tell her. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, I, I, I kind of like want to make one final point slash like uh, question, like or open question to the floor before we call it before we call it wraps, which is, I and Liv, you sort of touched on this a little bit in what you were saying last time, which is, I kind of, I kind, I, I do wonder at what point does like this kind of stops, um, in the sense that like. I, I do think that I, I do think there is like this kind of feeling and this isn't just in like movies or in Marvel and stuff. I think it's like generally it's kind of related to content more broadly, which is that I, I do get this sense of like exhaustion, that there is too much stuff. There's too much stuff that you have to kind of like engage with, like uh, with concentration that you don't really have. There's kind of this, the slot pile is kind of constantly, constantly growing. Um, and like, you know, it, it becomes very, and as, and as we sort of mentioned, like the like satirizing it or even just trying to kind of like outright, like not engage with it sort of feels impossible. But I do wonder whether that period is sort of coming to an end. And like partly when I look at like Netflix kind of saying that, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're, we're going to like do more and more A-B testing on content that nobody watches and then see their kind of like memberships kind of hemorrhage. I wonder if that's like one like symbol of that. I wonder if we're also seeing something bigger, which is that as like there is just like more and more broadly indistinguishable content, which like doesn't really have any sort of sense of longevity or even like temporal location, whether we might actually kind of see a return of like investment in things like oh, a broader scale, like investment in things that are you know, artistically good, like whether we will see like more kind of value placed on these types of things or is or they, like, do you reckon that might be like wishful thinking? Uh, that's and that absolutely we're... wishful thinking. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that that's the, that's the direction we're heading. 
yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I'm very I, pessimistic. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's like, I don't, yeah, you're right in saying there's no evidence. What I am like, I am hoping that that might be the case because like, I will say that even though like for the first, my seeing Morbius last night was a mixture of like, um, like, uh, fuck yeah, me reaping versus, oh no, me sowing. Right. Or like mm. whatever, like the other way around. Um, because like for the first kind of 20 minutes, I was very excited about the idea that I was participating in the like one ticket to Morbius sitting on my own meme. All I needed was like a tin of beans and I would have like been that guy. Um, but then as I sort of was starting to actually watch and engage with the film, I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Like actually having to engage with this content fucking sucks. And yeah. to me, like the alternative is like, okay, the, you'll have studios and you'll have people who like keep on producing this content, but like, and we'll just be, we'll, and we'll just be doing what Devin does. Like we won't be watching it. We'll just be like engaging. We'll just be like enjoying being part of like the kind of performances around it, right? Or doing all yeah. the references and doing all the bits and like enjoying, enjoying yeah. the sort of like relations that come out of that. But we don't actually like engage with the original source material in and of itself, which actually feels like a much more feasible outcome. I'm, um, I'm it, very pessimistic cool. about this. I, I think it only gets worse, but just because like oh, great. Okay. all of this comes out of like, <laughs> yeah, all this comes out of like the profit incentive, basically. Right. Yeah, no, no, like, no. And massive agree. monopolies, right? So, so as long as these massive monopolies are producing things like very low risk for profit and, and like a, a large portion of people are getting their sort of media exposure through these types of things, I think, I think, uh, like this standard for what is content will only really go down for people. Like, I, I really don't think with a lot of like what is uh, uh, in terms of like the screen, the script or whatever, like any of that would have flown even like a hundred years ago mm. for, for those types of audiences. You know, if they made like a, 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 a talky version of the MCU with the same like quality, quality scripts, like people would be like, well, this is like terrible. Like, I think, mm. I think over time people are like, sort of conditioned into consuming like uh content that's worse and i think maybe like i i worry with with morbius that like uh studios are going to be like if we but if we can like obviously morbius wasn't ironically funny but if we can get one that is mm. like where people <laughs> enjoy it because it's so oh, bad God. that it's good then like we don't even have to like the slop we're making it doesn't even have to be that good it can just be like really bad in a cheesy way yeah um and we can be slightly in on the joke or maybe pretend that we aren't and but what we you know, what we need is the kind mm -hmm. of is we need to reach the kind of the kind of the be kind rewind mode of like cultural response production to this stuff that's that's the only thing that you can that you can do to to kind of resist it in like any way to resist the monopoly I think that like, I think that's right. There's like there's absolutely no incentive whatsoever for uh, studios and corporations with these kinds of monopolies to be investing in making good art. Like what? Like why? Why? Why would Disney want to make good art? Yeah, like, that's want, not... like I don't. Why would that? Why do you take a risk with the script yeah. when you know Morbius made twice as much as Northman? Yeah, that's my the only example I can think of. Yeah, watch that no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's like it's a good. Like, Liv has seen one movie, <laughs> and that yeah, is yeah. what we're going to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's reasonable. Like the the Northman is a great movie. Everything, everywhere, at once is a great movie. Men, I saw uh, just the other day. 
is a great movie. All of these things are in cinemas and you can go and see them. Like you can reach the door and instead of saying one for Morbius, please, you can be like, I'd like to see a movie today. <laughs> I'd like, to see you a can movie. Do it. Surprise me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please show me something made it. by someone who had an idea. Please. And then you got and then you got like yeah. led in, then you get led into the cinema and just like the Morbius credits start up again. You're like, what? No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not again. <laughs> oh, you've misunderstood me. <laughs> I hate yeah, that this I... keeps happening. Yeah, and then, I and think then one you, of the reasons... yeah, then you look behind you and you see one person in the back, and that person is me. And I'm eating a can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's trapped in a morb loop. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why, like. I think people respond well to those types of movies as well as because like there is like a like as mentioned before this sort of tired being tired of the slop that's being fed to people but I and I think it's like a sort of back and forth right where like good original directors do sometimes get a decent budget mm. to like produce something and, and people like it because it's something new um, but I think that as long as things continue as they do now it's like a losing battle over time. I think if you track yeah. these types of content, it gets worse over time. Like the things, the things that did really well in like maybe the seventies, I guess, are like not as good, or are, are better in terms of quality than like a lot of the blockbusters now. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I think that's absolutely right. Yeah, Let's go watch every A twenty four movie that comes out. They're not all good. Um, yeah, they all have a very specific flavor to them. But like Jesus Christ, they're better than fucking Marvel. So. But none of them are about Farm and Sam, so I'm not sure why. Yeah, I think we're raw weeks, months away from the announcement of a, a gritty Farm and Sam reboot. Yeah, yeah and we'll be and we'll and, and would, we'll be would, and we'll be out the front door. It would just be called Sam. That's right. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, because he's not a fine. I, yeah, anyway, okay, he's there you go. His origin story. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's an idea for free. Came of, okay. Shit. there's an idea for free if anyone from a24 is listening and on that note uh we should uh, wrap up because we are well oh, over time uh can i yeah, say on, one sorry. more thing about this film it's just like just, just literally it's just a sort of stray observation and it's just because i wrote it down yes, please. Um, okay. because uh because i like live watched this uh illegally at home um because it's mm. like and i know that like talking about like why are films so dark now why are they so loud why can't i hear anything um like, i can't hear the dialogue everyone's mumbling the soundtrack is too loud and everything is dark because like i know it makes me sound very elderly it's true but it does make me sound very elderly but this film is That's so but this film is so dark that when i was watching it on a laptop it kind of created this weird thing where like my own face was like superimposed over every <laughs> single scene, which by the Maybe, way made me feel yeah. like I was like participating in the kind of, in the kind of cultural production around it. It felt very Benjamin. Yeah. You were, the, yeah, you were a vampire too. I was a vampire <laughs> too. In 4D. But it basically, but it also, it also produced this like really horrible, like kind of post nut clarity kind of feeling like the kind of, the, <laughs> Like the kind of the like the kind of the porn finishes, but then you catch sight of your own horrible face in the laptop screen. But that was yeah. like that, but like throughout the film, with just like my like my face, and it's like making kind of various sort of like mm, kind of expressions, kind of hovering Horrendous. over every single if, scene. Yeah, what so if the real like, vampire was you? <laughs> the real vampire was me all along, um, with my post <laughs> with my post morb clarity. Great. Well, look, we should we should morb out officially yeah, so 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 on that note uh Liv, thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate it we very much appreciate that you watched this film with us yes um, of course 
thank you for going through that. I will owe all of us owe you big time for that. Um, how can people listen or like follow your stuff if they are not familiar with you? Yeah, um, I have a Twitch stream where we sort of talk about, I guess, this type of thing. Just live agar. I'm live Monday, Wednesday, Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can also see me on QAnon Anonymous. Uh, I appear sometimes. It's a uh, podcast where we analyze conspiracy theories and weird stuff. Uh, just search QAnon Anonymous on whichever uh, streaming site you use. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Cool. Uh, you can follow us at 10K. This is a bonus episode, isn't it? It is, yeah. Okay, so on yeah, that you note, gotta, um, you gotta pay for it. <laughs> not if I have anything to fucking say about it, you know, you know, yeah, you know how to follow us. You know how to because uh, you subscribe to us already. So thank you so much, um, and thank you for telling us to watch more BS. We finally did it, but only don't don't think you can do that again. You did the trick once. Yeah, no more. Don't make a habit uh, of it. No, you you drink the no more you drink the more juice once, and then you can like excrete <laughs> the more juice. Um, but if you try and drink it again after it's been excreted like once, uh, then yeah. it will poison you. So unfortunately, this trick of telling us what to do will not work a second time. That's right. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to plug your? To do that. Do you guys want to plug your shows for people who aren't familiar with your other shows? Nah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Maybe George yours. Nah. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note. Okay. If you want to listen to mm. other stuff that we do, you got to find it yourself. We're not doing yeah. your work for you. Go watch um, Men in Cinemas. Yeah. Go, go, go. It's really good. Actually. We watched go. Morbius. We watched Morbius for you. Like, if you want to find our other stuff? You have Google. Like yeah. Jesus. Go, go watch Men by A twenty four. Then go watch Lamb afterwards. Watch them like in conjunction. Um. Tell me. Tell us. Tell. Tell me what you think about that. All right. That's a lot. And we'll, uh, yeah, it does say, uh, uh, yeah, you will come out say, saying a lot about society. And on that note, right. we're going to end it. So have a good one. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.